Hello, everybody. We're back. Have you missed us? You've probably not missed us. No, I ain't missed you. <laughs> Can't fucking miss me. Um, no, that's, true. that's just unnecessary. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Grandest Stage. We are your favourite WrestleMania retrospective podcast. Back after a little bit of a break. Apologies for the... Uh, Wrestling! The abandonment um, of the podcast. Abandonment's too strong a word. That's not what happened at all. Um, but we did we did miss out last time oh. um, due to scheduling situations. Abandoned podcast. Oh, shut up. Because I ain't got 600 fucking podcasts like you. <laughs> Three. <laughs> and one of them I don't do anymore. <laughs> Told you it's dead. Um, Not dead. <laughs> it's just resting. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so we've been away. Uh, we've uh, been um, watching a lot of wrestling. Uh, including WrestleMania 17, which we're going to talk about today. Um, Not WrestleMania 18. Not WrestleMania 18. Which I uh, almost watched. I so wish I'd let you. <laughs> I think that's a missed opportunity. Probably is. Um, but yes, so... Uh, but before we get into that, we're just going to quickly talk about a few things that we've been up to, things that we've got coming up and things that have happened. Uh, Chris, you said you had a couple of bits you wanted to do. Yeah. A um, couple of good bits, a couple of bad bits. Um, first bad bit, I quit. No, I'm messing. <laughs> I mean, you said that ba- that's a bad bit. I'm messing, I'm messing. I'll get Fraser Thomas back. We'll create a super podcast. Do it. He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good or bad first? What do you want? What do you want? Do you want the good? Do you want the bad? Can I be honest with you? You don't care, do you? That's, that's, that's fair, yeah. Right. I'm indifferent. I don't mind. You pick whatever you think's most appropriate. Okay, so let's start with bad-ish. I want a good. Um, I've bought 2K20. <laughs> now, there's been a lot of stuff going on on the internet. Before we get into this, I fucking warned him, everybody. I've bought it. I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet. Some things that people are rightly annoyed about. Um, but also, putting them on Twitter is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Um, go to hashtag WWE2K220 and, or fix, Fix2K220, I think it is. 2K20, yeah. Um, Fix WWE2K20. Something that affects yeah, you. You'll yeah. find it anyway. Yeah. It's easier. Um, and there is a fuck ton of videos of just this game going wrong um i've played it for quite a few hours and nothing's gone wrong yet really i've had a couple of like rope glitches um and that's about it i've not really yeah not really had any any problems with it um my only issue is if i had issues with it my only issues is i feel like the graphics are a little bit weaker than they were before that's is, the big thing coming. Out. That was the big thing going into it, into the release. Um, it's just possibly because of the end of the contract with Yooks. Yooks. Well, Yooks have left. Yeah, Yooks have left. Yooks have been involved in some variety since the original SmackDown days. Yeah. Um, they've. This is the first one they've not been involved in. Um, I believe. I hundred percent could be wrong on this. I believe this is the last one Two K doing as well. Right. Okay. So it may be just a case <clears> of. <throat> Uh, shitting in Vince McMahon's briefcase uh, and then fucking off. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, graphics, are I think, are a little bit let down. Um, they're not as good as last year's. Um, some of the character models don't look great. Some mm, look really good. No, some, look the, stupid, some look daft. The company that's run it yeah. and created it have sort of said why. Uh, and it's kind of that WWE have had all the face models um, and, like, the face mapping and things like that. But a lot of them are very old, so they've had to try and use sort of update those from old templates, yeah, which has not worked great. 
I don't know why they didn't just use the, I mean, I don't know how this, this, this works, so yeah. I could be completely, you know, pint sky here. I didn't, I don't know why they don't just use the ones from uh, last year, for the for the existing characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so the graphics weren't great. Um, the soundtrack to it, like, what's happening with, like, you used to put games on, like, Tony Hawk's was fucking great for the soundtrack. Tony it was, was Tony awesome. Was 3 was legendary. Crazy Taxi was great, had all Offspring on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and old WWE games had good soundtracks, had good bands, and like I found some of my favourite bands by just listening to like the soundtrack on the thing. Now you get like eight songs, which repeat so much. And I like Motley Crue, but that Dirt song is fucking rubbish. <laughs> um, do you? Uh, I always do this with the new ones. I think they started doing this in two K seventeen or eighteen. Uh, you can go into the menu and you can like add wrestler themes in. Yeah, and mix it up. I just do that. Yeah, yeah, I do that as well. Um, gives it a nice, nice variation. And also on the older games, you used to be able to use the tracks that they put in as your entrances. Yeah, I don't know if that's a licensing thing or not, but they've changed that up. And you can't do that anymore. As well, yeah, the music's on the game, so. I mean, I understand. I'm just you saying. That's, I, mean? I don't know. How I remember one of the old. I remember one of the older ones on the Xbox. You, if you had something on a CD, you could put it yeah. like that. I did that for because um, one of them were like it got. It, I think it was like one of MVP's like music because it was like MVP's last one before he left, and his music changed right yeah. before the game came out. And uh, I managed to get a copy on a CD, so I imported that. I mean, the volume moderation was a bit wacky, so it was it was ridiculously loud. <laughs> but um, but yeah, little things like that. Um, but again, that's. That's I think that's down to that's been removed because of licensing and such. So yeah, it's it. I mean, I, I, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I've watched a couple of videos. I mean, some some people are just unreasonably. Yeah, some off. people are kicking but off. Proper. I've seen a lot of people. I've seen things that I think of people. They've tried to be reasonable, but they've, they've said, "Look, this isn't great." Yeah. So I'll. Um, I, I mean, I've also seen apparently on the the uh, SmackDown twentieth anniversary edition. Um, Some people aren't getting signed pictures. Yes, uh, I know. Edge has come out and said um, he can't do anything at the minute because he's currently doing a movie. Yeah. But he is going to set up a PO box. Anyone who's not got a, who's got one who's not who's not had it signed, send it him and he'll sign it. Yeah. So that's Good. awesome. Good. Um, I will probably get it when it comes down a little bit. Yes. Yeah. It last couple of years, especially, it's been notorious for dropping in price reasonably quickly. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, music, graphics. There's something else that annoyed me a little bit. Uh... Ah, I forget it. I don't know. Okay. It won't, I don't think it was that important. I think it was just me being Ray Picky. Um, but no, on, imagine you doing that. On a whole, I'm happy with it. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, 2K have come out and said they are creating a patch that's hopefully going to fix all the issues. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I imagine... I imagine that there's going to be some sort of patch coming. It's it sounds. It, I can't imagine they just leave it. I mean, I don't know. The this is two weeks after it's going to be released. The patch is going to be available. Why not wait two weeks to chuck the game out? I think they knew the problems were there. They've got to have known the problems were there. It's this is a thing, and this is not. So this is a thing I've noticed because we're getting away a little bit from wrestling now. We're talking more about video games, which is also something I'm quite into. Um, you see a lot of computer, a lot of developers, they get away with doing what's called a day one patch. So the actual base game is is can sometimes sketchy is probably too strong a word, but it's not the best quality. But then there's then there's a patch included with the software update uh, that fixes a lot of the issues. And it's just like why can't the pro- 
fucking thing on the disc be good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it works for games. There's a game called No Man's No Man's Sky that was bare bones and not really good, not so great when it came out. And now it's had loads of updates. It's really, really. It, apparently, it's really good. I've not played it, but yeah. I've heard great things about it. We're going off on a excuse me, bit of a tangent here, so mm-hmm. we'll try and keep it back on track. But hopefully, it gets better. I certainly will be checking it out down the line. Yeah, I um, think I think the the story mode. I've not got too far into it. Mm. Like I said to you yesterday, um, I like to build my character and get my characters right yep. into it and level them up and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. I've not really had time to do that. But the Roman Reigns Tower is pretty good. I guess through his career. Um, it's on Legend, so it's right hard. Did that with AJ Styles last year, didn't they? Yeah, I mm. think so. Um, or something like that, anyway. But yeah, there's, there's quite a few towers you can do. There's the women's four horsemen evolution thing. Yep. Um, the, the showcase, yeah. And then they're doing the originals thing, which is a bit weird, but it's something different. Yeah. And people, people are going, oh, I hope this game's different from last year. And then they're going, oh, this original thing's weird, isn't it? And it's like. You want change? No, I don't want change. I want. Well, they change. do, but they want to, they, they want change, but T's and C's apply, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Said it last year with the Dean Ambrose heel turn. They wanted a heel turn, and when they got one, it wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. Um, I thought that was fucking hilarious, by the way. So yeah, I've I've seen bits on Twitter. I think the game's all right. If they're going to patch it up, I think it'll be perfectly fine. I mean, I've never. I, it's been a while since I've come out of a WWE game going, "This is amazing. This is the best thing ever." They're just all right. They're all right, aren't they? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little bit of fantasy, but a little bit something to do, like do a bit of your own know, fantasy booking. Because we all, everyone sits on the internet and goes, "Oh, we could do better." Fucking just go and do it then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I think they should bring back that guy that did John Cena's voice last year on the career mode. That if, was, that if was you, amazing. If you're into video games and you've not played 2K19 <laughs> or you've not played the micro on 2K19. First of all, that's a very fun story and a very good oh, great, yeah. It's really good. There's a bit with John Cena, and um, I, cause I got no warning. I think I told you about it, didn't I? <laughs> I got no warning. He walks up to John Cena backstage, and I don't know whose voice it is, but it's not fucking John Cena's. Yeah, the guy's like, hey, John Cena, and then... Someone, hey, how you doing, man? Someone literally just goes, hey, I'm John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? No, you're not. Incredible. Sounded like Farouk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so moving on from the game. Yeah, you said you uh, was that any more any more bad stuff or you got some good yes. stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Let's get the negativity out of the way. WWE oh, here we go. promote. Um, they're doing the whole thing with uh, Sony Deville promoting LGBT and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, yes, they do. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they had other characters that are behind that they're supporting that they're doing other stuff for like you know like gay rights and women's rights and why am i uncomfortable where this is going no 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 it's fine then they get tyson fury who is in the press slagged off gay people slagged off women how is that an acceptable thing to do to put him in like a show where it just annoyed me when he came out to fight Braun Strowman the other day and it was like, what? Have you done any research on this bloke? Yes, he's been a boxing world champion, a bad one, and he has said some fucked up shit in the press. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's bad for the company, and I hate him. 
And I, think <laughs> I was going to say, let's not beat her out bush. You don't fucking like Tyson Fury. No, he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a badge of honour that I hold. But I called him out on some shit and he blocked me. Um, fucking troll. He isn't a very good boxer. Bearing in mind that people... We will talk about wrestling, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course we will. Um, This is to do with wrestling. He's fucking fighting on Crown Jewel. Video games and boxing. He's fighting on Crown Jewel. All right. Um, Yeah, he's an awful boxer. Um, He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's not. He has not got a belt. (laughs) Right? He doesn't own a belt. He got all the belts took off him because he's a fucking cokehead. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's slow down a bit. What? (laughs) Admit he's admitted it. He's admitted it. he took loads of cocaine. Okay, now. So the boxing um, government or whatever they call authorities, yeah, went. Well, you're not having any of them belts anymore because he won all the belts. They went, nope, not defending them. They're my belts. But <laughs> not anymore. We'll have them. I mean, that's admirable. He's undefeated the world heavyweight champion. That's the only way he was going to stay undefeated <laughs> as the world heavyweight champion. Oh. Um, so yeah, he's clinging on to this thing. I was never defeated for my belts. No, because you went white lines. That's what you went. Okay, hell. <laughs> right, okay, you got that out of your system? Um, almost. Right, okay. Um, I really hope Braun Strowman batters him. It's not going to happen, is it? He's going to win. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because I was listening to Busted Open Radio with Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca. And um, they were talking about um, this, basically. It's like, how do how they, they work this? Because, like... The obviously, the, obviously Tyson's not going to lose. He's obviously not going to lose. But if he goes over clean on Braun, that makes Braun look weak. Oh yeah. yeah. So what happens? So we'll we'll see. I mean, it's this coming Thursday. Yeah. Uh, WWE Network. We will probably be tuning in. We'll see, uh, maybe. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I always watch everything that WWE does. <laughs> so you know, I've been a fan since I was a kid. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, there's a lot happening on Crown Jewel. We're not going to get too much into it, but um, you've got Team Flair and Team Hogan. Um, you've got um, the Fiend take it, getting his rematch with Seth Rollins. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. We've got um, I'm over the Fiend if I'm being honest. Um, if and we've also got. Uh, I hope Kim, they don't do the red light. Kane Velasquez. Can you imagine? Kane Velasquez oh, and Kane Velasquez and Brock. Brock. With Rey Mysterio in his corner. Which I would have been more into if they had just gone straight into it. Yeah. They'd have built to it, like done it at like WrestleMania or SummerSlam or something. Um, Kane apparently has signed a long term deal. Oh, great. So he's retired from the. Well, I mean, you, say, you said that. What, what, what's your beef with Kane Velasquez? Is he a fucking cokehead who hates women as well? No, that's just Tyson Fury. Well, that's all right then, fair um, No, he, uh, he could be great. He could be fantastic. Yeah. Um, when he jumped in the ring the other day and started beating Brock Lesnar, they look like the weakest punches I've ever seen anyone do. If he really punches him, he'll fucking bust him open. No, I know, but like, there's worked punches, isn't there? Like, you can see, like. But that's going to get better, isn't it? That's the thing. He's new to this, new to this realm of sports entertainment. He's gonna. He's, he's only gonna get. He's gonna learn. It's gonna get better. It's only like people started out in the similar things, like Ronda Rousey, uh, Kurt Angle, Ken Shamrock. Yeah, Ronda Rousey like was that. good when she first started. <laughs> She'd been training for a while. Yeah, what's what I'm saying. We don't know how long Kim Velasquez has been training. Then if he hasn't been training, he shouldn't be there. It's gonna be the headlining thing, I think. For do you think it's gonna be a headlining thing for Ground Jewel? 
What, the main event? Brock it, versus Kane Velasquez? I reckon the main event could be... In fact, actually, yeah, he could be. Could or do be. you think it's going to be the tag team thing? It could be. It'll either Team Hogan versus Team Flair or um, Brock versus Kane. But I think there's potentially... I think once once he gets a bit more experience under his belt, you'll see he'll look better. Um, I think it's it's interesting. I mean, like, it's... Like I said, people who've come from that realm of, realm of like, uh, combat sports, they, they tend to do well. They tend to thrive. Yeah. I expected um, him to, like, look in better shape. But yeah. then I went back and I watched some UFC stuff, and he's not, like, a muscle guy, is UFC he? heavyweights aren't, no. really. Because um, I've never... I'll be honest, I'm not a UFC guy. That's fair enough. UFC heavyweights aren't, though. I mean, like, you've got Daniel guys like Daniel Cormier. They're obviously, they're obviously not out of shape, but you've got guys like Roy Nelson, Daniel Cormier, Stephen Miocic. Yeah. Some of the most dangerous men on the planet, but they're not ripped. Yeah, um, but I, I when I heard about him, I expected him to come out looking like Brock Lesnar. You know Brock's yeah. just fucking insanely muscly, in it? Yeah, yeah. Um, dropped a bit of the definition now because he didn't really need it. Yeah, but I think Brock Lesnar was the exception to that. To that, yeah. rules probably stronger, too strong a phrase, but like he was probably one of the only ones that was kind of in that shape. Mm. And you like look at and he's had and he's had some fights with people like Alistair Overeem. Another one is uh, Mark Hunt. Like I say, big um, grow up, big um, <laughs> big strong heavyweights, but they're not. They just not. Boys. Yeah, pretty much. But they just like I said, they're not ripped because it's just not. Neither really. It's more about yeah. your style and your. We have you heavyweights. It's just a case you can fucking last long. It's sometimes it's watching heavyweights in UFC. And I imagine boxing similar. But I'm not a bo- massive boxing fan, but I imagine uh, watching UFC heavyweights is fucking great because yeah. they just fucking whammy each other. Right, you all right? You got some good stuff. I think that's that's the bad stuff out of the way. Okay, tell me something talked good. Bit, talked a bit about Jeddah and stuff like that. Jeddah. Um, I. Was losing my way a little bit with wrestling, specifically WWE. I was kind of falling out of love with it again. Um, just, thinking, a good, just a good thing, is it? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like getting a bit bored of this sort of stuff. Um, I will say that Hell in a Cell I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't really get why everybody got so pissy about the end of the main event. I'd get why, you know, like, I, I know the reasoning, but I, I, mean, I thought it was perfectly fine. I mean, the execution probably wasn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. The explanation that they offered to it made sense. Um, I don't feel they're doing enough to build up SummerSlam at the minute. I think they should not we're, SummerSlam. We're, we're only in August. Fucking uh, Survivor Series. Well, Sorry. no, they've not announced anything, have they? No, and it's next month, isn't it? Uh, so I don't think they're doing enough to promote that. I think they should start. Even though they've got Crown Jewel and they've got the Saudi Arabia stuff. Yeah. I think they should start planning um, Survivor Series um, and say this is Crown Jewel's like an extra bit in between. And yeah. they use Crown Jewel to push Survivor Series because Survivor Series is one of the big four. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't feel like it anymore. Last, well, this... I think they've overdone the, the SmackDown versus Raw thing. Yeah. The first year they did it, I thought it was interesting because they've not done it for a lot of while. It was good. They did it the year after, and it was actually still good again. Mm-hmm. Last year was a fucking write-off, in my opinion. Um, it wasn't the greatest. Um, but, yeah, I um, I agree. I think they need to start sort of building. I thought you said this was a good thing. Yeah, it, it will be. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I would, I've watched Raw and... Smackdown for the last couple of weeks. I'll be honest, been a bit bored. I wouldn't go on the internet and moan about it. 
just wait for a podcast to do that. Um, no, I'm a bit bored, but I'm thinking I'll see where it goes. Always do. Figure out what they're doing. Um, you know, end stories and stuff. See whether it works out. Uh, yeah, so I've kind of sort of like been like, a uh, bit falling away from WWE type stuff. Uh, but I listened to another podcast with Zack Ryder and... I know his name, but I'm not going to tell you. With Zack Ryder and his mate. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, there you go. <laughs> it, was coming, it was coming back in. Um, yeah, and I've sort of... They talk about like wrestling figures and stuff like that. Excuse me. Sorry, go on. And um, I've got really into it. And then, like, the other day... Fucking nerd. The other day, like, I started looking online, and I'm thinking, ah, there's a, there's a few people I know I could probably meet and get signatures for. So, one, I just buy a couple of, like, figures and, you know, see what what I can get signed and stuff for, like, not a collection of such, but it's just, like, to have signed things. You're going to sell on eBay, aren't you? No, I'm not Fucking at all. scumbag. I've got loads of signed stuff that I won't sell on eBay. No, I'm, I'm saying if I've got anything I've got, I ain't got a lot of signed actual things, but if anything I've got signed, I, I want it for myself. Yeah. Um, if I ever get anything signed, I ask them to make it out to me because it's yeah, yeah. mine. Um, so I walked yeah. into a toy shop the other day, something I've not done for many years because I don't have kids, so I have no need to be in a toy shop. Um, and I walked over and I looked at the wrestling figures fucking everything came back from being a kid i was like this is amazing look at all this stuff and just yeah i've now i mean wrestle crate's got something to do with this i've now got a collection of funko pops um because i now just have a collection because of wrestle crates yeah give me a couple i think i got a mick foley and a triple h yeah we have the triple h one uh chase triple h as well did you get the uh kenny omega one as well Oh, it was Ken- that was it. It was the Kenny Omega and the Triple H. The Mick Foley one, I think, I bought. Yeah. Because I liked it. And I like Mick Foley. It's fair enough. I'm, I'm saying I've got a lot like that. Um, I now have a Bret Hart one, which looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, a Becky Lynch one. Um, I've got a Cody Rhodes one, because there's only two in the set. Okay. So I got the Kenny Omega one. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll buy the Cody Rhodes one, because they're uh, Bullet Club. Is it in New Japan? Yeah. That they were in? Um, yeah, so I bought those two. Got a couple of others. Um, I've also started buying a few wrestling figures. Uh, Tyler Bate, Jack Gallagher, people I might be able to meet, I'm thinking. Might be able to get signatures on them. And yeah, and it just brought like old school being a wrestling fan back and like going and looking at like it sounds really sad, but like going back and looking at figures and like being a kid again and then like. Thinking, oh, this guy's great. I really enjoy this, and then like wanting to go and watch wrestling. As much as I'm not into that, that side of it with the figures and stuff, there's something to be said for like being a fan when we like the way it was when we were younger and stuff. Because, and don't get me wrong, we're gonna we we obviously put this this podcast out on the internet for people to listen to, and in some ways the internet is great, but the internet sometimes is just and it's not just wrestling; it's just in general, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Um. But yeah, it's it's there's something to be said for just going back and this is one of the reasons I like doing this podcast, going back and just remembering because I, I sometimes I get I get like these little like peaks in my memory, especially when we're doing these kind of WrestleMania as well. I like, remember what I was doing around the time, um, 
yeah, so it's just nice to just get a little bit of nostalgia and just like just enjoy it. Just just enjoy whatever you like, whether it's yeah, wrestling, yeah. video games, you know, sports, uh, movies. Yeah, you know, whatever. But what I was thinking is like, I went into the shop and I like started looking at all the figures, uh, and there's one that I'm definitely gonna get. It's um, an ultimate Bret Hart um, from this collection. They've got a Shinsuke, Ronda Rousey, uh, Bret Hart, and I'm. I'm blanking on the other two that's in this set. You um, said Ultimate Bret Hart, I thought it was going to be like Bret Hart, but dressed as the Ultimate Warrior. Well, they call it, oh, the Ultimate Warriors one. Oh, right. Um, Get the Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, they call them Ultimates because you can change the heads and you can change the hands and they've got different stuff. So, like, it, they allow you to do different stuff. They're more, um, you can move them Interchangeable in different stuff, yeah, places yeah. and stuff. Um but yeah, looking at these figures, I was like looking at this Bret Hart thing, and I'm thinking, I'm definitely buying that at some point, because uh, it looks amazing. And I'll, again, I'll probably meet Bret Hart, because I'll probably go and do one of those talk things. I would definitely, like, he recently did the ones in the UK. Um, I didn't go, uh, we didn't go, I'm a bit gutted. I know you've met him before, yeah. but I want. I would like to do one of those things. Um, yeah. we, uh, we're not getting into too much into it now, but we've seen Kevin Nash is doing one next yeah. year. Yeah, so I'll probably get a, a Nash figure at some point. Yeah. But no, what I was thinking, like, as I was looking around the shop, um, there was a Surfer Sting figure. Oh, right, with the blonde hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I went home and I just watched loads of Sting matches. And I was, it, it was just like proper nostalgia. And when stuff. I tell you about them, you don't want to fucking do with them. <laughs> you're like, you've seen an action figure and fucking White Castle of Fear. Get that. On. I didn't watch White Castle of Fear. <laughs> I just watched some old Sting That stuff. is actually, in all seriousness, that's actually a very good match. It's just um, a stupid name. But no, it it's sort of. Doing this thing and going what looking at a couple of fucking wrestling figures made me just think, no, this is right good, and this is why I like it. And, yeah, you know, and I've started watching a lot of old stuff again. And I think I'm back into it. And I'm not... things, things like that do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I it just I think it just needed I needed something to just go. No, I do like WWE, and I'm, I have been a fan for years, and yeah. this is why, and I will stick with it and stuff like that. Um, other good thing, I watched a couple of episodes of AW on ITV. Enjoyed it. Not really got anything bad to say about it. Yep. Um, I need to catch up because I haven't, I haven't watched them all yet, but uh, definitely need to catch up. I thought the match, I told you this yesterday, you're going to have to remind me the guy's name. I thought the match between Cody Rhodes and oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara. I thought that was excellent. I thought that was probably one of the best matches I've seen for quite a while. Uh, yeah. That is pretty much... The good and the bad okay. from, from me today, I think. Fair enough. Um, I have other things to say on topics that you would like to discuss. But okay, that's fine. Get you well, going. just just well, just going to a bit of a rundown of things that have happened since we've last been here. So we'll we'll just quickly talk about breed. Um, so breed wrestling for those who may or may not be aware have decided they're going to be taking a break Boo. for uh, reasons. Um, that they've kept to themselves. Uh, he's po- just like, I don't think they've kept them to themselves, have they? They've, they've announced why they're taking a break and they've been quite open about they, it. Yeah, we'll go into like, detail about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, but it's just basically they've, they've done as, as successful as they've been. They've take they've had a bit of a struggle money wise and whatnot. Um, so they're going to regroup. They're not they're not closing down. They're regrouping. They're going to be coming back next year. Um, Looking forward to it because they've they've been great. We we came we've come back off off the back of Starcave, 
which is uh, now available on the on-demand services. It's on the Vimeo, and they have also done a limited edition DVD pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, I think, limited to 25 copies. As we're recording, I think there's about six or seven still available. All right. Um, you can get those at breedwrestling.co.uk. Um yeah, so just just a just a shout out to Breed. So, so you know, obviously, you know, we we support them. Uh, we look forward to them coming back. Uh, Mitch and the team have done a really good job. It's it's a promotion, and I'm maybe I'm slightly biased because it's local because we're from Sheffield. But I had a great time every time we've been. It's been it's been really good. What you've um, got to think about as well is not only have you got all like you said all the video on demand stuff and stuff like that, and all the merch you can buy and, and shit. Um, but they're not. It doesn't seem like they're going away. Doesn't seem like they're resting. There's not. It's like a. It's as interesting. It kind of feels like it's a wrestling promotion without the wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because they're still doing other stuff. Yeah, which is cool. Because yeah. they're still kind of keeping the company alive by doing other stuff. I think it's great that I think first of all the support that they've had and like that from like we see I've seen from other companies. I saw Riptide put something out about which I thought was great. Um, other other companies and wrestlers have had nothing but good things to say about them. Um, uh, the fans have obviously been really behind them, and the support in terms of like keeping the Patreon going. The Patreon is still going to be active during mm-hmm. this hiatus, for lack of a better term. Um, and it's good to see uh, that they're working on making more content for it, and that we're going to uh, we're going to see more of that over time. And um, you know, so it's giving something, giving something. People are still getting something for the the three pound twenty, or, or I forget what the eight dollar equivalent is, about six seventy five or something. Yeah. Uh, every month. Uh, and it's great. The back catalogue's great. The stuff they do is really good. Um, check it out. If you listen to this and you and you've not checked out checked out Breed yet, uh, please give them a look because yeah. it's 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 good stuff. And you miss it. And if you're a wrestling fan, you're missing out. Quite frankly, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a great um, company. Absolutely. Um, so that's that. All the best to Breed, and we'll see them soon. Hi. Um, we went to Pro Wrestling Eve last night. We did. We did. Um, now, in terms of fun. <laughs> This is probably one of my favourite shows so far this year. Um, it was great. It was just so much fun. I've been watching Eve on demand for about probably about a year. Um, I rate enjoy it. I think it's one of the, like I said, it's one of the most fun promotions. Um, I just think it's that looking at it on video on demand um, mm. on their pivot. Is it pivot share that do? Yeah, yeah, they're on pivot share. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, on there. Watching the shows, it just seems like a great atmosphere at like um Resistance Gallery. Resistance Gallery and York Hall when they do that. Um and they manage to bring it to a completely different part of the country, keep the same atmosphere, keep the same fun show. Um and it was just a right good night. Yeah. It was great. I was a little bit um apprehensive. Um I expected the crowd to be bigger. If it, if it, I, I, I thought there was going to be, and a I don't few know why. People. The only reason I thought that is just that's probably my own expectation. I don't know why. Why I thought that it's just in my head. I expected there to be more people. I was surprised how big um, Trafalgar Warehouse was without the seats. You mean Fairfield? Is always called Which Trafalgar Warehouse in Sheffield. Yeah, Fairfield Social Club. In Fairfield Social Club. Uh, um, very different layout to when we went for Future Shop, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of surprised, caught me off guard a bit. Because I, I was thinking, like, knew it'd be standing, but I thought it'd be the same sort of. Yeah, I was thinking. I think there were more people for Future Shock, definitely. Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. But I was just thinking, if they moved all the chairs and had just the standing thing for Future yeah. Shock, would that have looked a bit empty as well? Do you reckon? Because um, you put chairs out, chairs fill up a lot of space don't they yeah I mean there would have been more I still think there were more people yeah there definitely was but it would have looked emptier definitely 
Um, but it was a right good atmosphere. Mm. Uh, I think for a first show, the amount of people that turned up, yeah, was quality. Yeah, that was great. And I, I hope, I hope, like I say, I hope it doesn't put them off coming back. Um, I don't think it will. I think they seem. No. We spoke to Emily after, and she yeah. seemed to be really happy with it. Uh, end of the end of the show, she shouted out to Dan, "Are we coming back?" Yeah, and he shouted back, "Yes, next year." Yeah, next year, as you rightly said, he's two months away, two yeah. three months away. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, we'll see, we'll see you in January, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've said on Twitter, and we, and we briefly talked to her about it uh, last night. They're looking at doing shows in other places. They are looking to travel more. Mm-hmm. Um, Conversely, we we are hoping a good hand resistance gallery one day. Yeah, uh, I have already scoped out Wrestle Queendom in January. Uh, I've talked to you. I mean, we'll we'll go into more detail. You haven't about talked that. me round on that yet. No, I'm just saying I mentioned it to you though. Yeah, 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 but you I'm haven't talked me round on that one. No, yet. no, I'm no. thinking after Christmas, not much money. Well, we'll see. I'm not. I'm. I've not absolutely love to do it. No, but... I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not 100 committed to definitely doing it yet. But I'm just saying we've 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 had a look. Yes. Yeah. So you know. That's uh, that's another story for another time. Um, but yeah, so much fun. Uh, really good chance to watch see a lot of like talent that we don't that I don't normally get a chance to see. Like I um, said to you yesterday, I'm, I'm a big fan of Nina, Nina, Nina Samuels. Yes. Um, don't that's only like the third time I've seen her live. Um, I think uh, she doesn't see um, doesn't, doesn't do a lot of. I mean, obviously she's with the WWE now uh, on the uh, NXT UK. Um, doesn't do a, seem to do a lot of uh, northern promotions. I think it's like furthest north I've ever seen her. Um, but uh, yeah, it, so it was good to see good to see her. Uh, Kanji and Roxy had a great match. It's amazing. Um, you know, we had um, the Walt Queens defending the. Uh, Tag Team Championships, which was fucking brilliant. Yeah. They, they're absolutely fantastic, them two. They um, are. They are brilliant. Yeah. And I I urge you to go and listen to the newest episode of Graps and Claps that's probably going to come out, just to hear um, Andy Ogden. Yeah. Good... They're stars, these. I'm telling you, they're stars. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, well, it depends when they recorded it because he might, he might do it this morning when he's recovered. But he was definitely, he was definitely of the opinion. And and you know what? As much as as much as you were a bit drunk telling everybody, he's right. He is right. He's absolutely yeah. right. Um, but it, 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 but it, you know, they, they were great. Uh, and Jetter and Viper as well. They're fantastic. And Derek. Derek. I mean, the referee. The referee threw Derek out, which I think is probably for the best Spoilers. because. Well, I mean, we haven't even said what Derek is yet. True, but you know. Um, but what I will say is that I think that was the right thing to do because uh, this is how Captain Cuddles died. Yes, this is how it all started. A bear died because the referee couldn't uh, maintain control. I mean, maybe that's the underlying story of why Breeds had to take a break. Maybe animal rights has got involved and killing a bear is not... I mean, dead bears are not good for business. No. Mitch said he didn't want bears in the cave. This is why. I will put a little caveat to that. It's not a real bear. (laughs) Don't start calling fucking... Yeah. Animal trusts and things. And someone killed a bear. We didn't. It M- was a teddy bear. Mitch is going to be up to you. We are. Yeah. Why, why RSPC here trying to shut me down? <laughs> it, it was a cuddly toy bear. Yeah. Chill your boots. <laughs> um, but that was great. Uh, it was gr- um, we had a great time. We're looking forward to that. Today, after we, uh, as we're recording, we are obviously recording this, then we'll be heading the south side. We will be heading south for Southside. We actually will, yeah, Stevenage, for the final show, the ninth anniversary. Um, looking forward to it. It will be a great show. It's nice to give Southside a proper send-off. Um, it's a promotion that I think got got us properly into indie wrestling. I think it's certainly for me that's safe to say. Um, 
It's give me a chance to see a lot of discover a lot of independent wrestlers. Give me a chance to meet fucking Bob Ollie. Yeah, I'm, which I'm delighted for. And Chris Masters, you know, people. Like, but it's, that's what it sounds like people like you don't ever expect to. Bob Ollie was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Chris Masters is a picture on my Twitter of me getting the master lock because I'm obviously a big fucking child. Yeah. Um, when he said he was doing that to Paul, my eyes just lit up. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's 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 great, I and mean, it'd be good to see him. Uh, and the card they've got lined up with the uh, help of the AEW contingent mm-hmm. looks pretty solid. Um, I think the pick of the bunch is definitely looking to be Brady and MJF. Uh, but there's loads of other matches. Sean Spears is going to be in action. Uh, there's the women's titles going to be on the line with uh, Kanji, Jade, and Shana, which is going to be fantastic. Um, there's a big over the top rope battle royal kajiga. Is it? A- over the top? I, just an, they call it an elimination match. I assume they? it's a battle royal, but I don't know how it's going to work if it's not, because yeah. there's like 20 people in it. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Ivy to win it. I want Paz to win. I, I want Penguin Paz. Oh, I want Paz to win. I want, <laughs> I'm hoping Maltman goes in and wins it. His, <laughs> Rob Maltman's last show as a wrestling announcer, I hope he wins it. Um, but there's some great people in that. Darius Lockhart's going to be in there. Uh, Niwa's been announced. Right. Uh, I think Darius is going to be in as well. Yeah. Uh, or Dries, excuse me. Um, so there's going to be there's a lot of people. He's going to be an absolute fucking top star in a Dries. Yeah, he's just funny as well. He's got he's entertaining as well as being quality. There's no way that he can't because he's got to do something like drastically wrong to not become like a top star. Mm. Um, he's fucking brilliant now, and he's only he's a quality. young lad, isn't he? Yeah. Um, no, I like Dries. He's, he's, he's cool. Yeah, so there's, there's going to be loads of, loads of good people on today. Um, we're looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be great. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. I do not know if there was. Um, I'm nipping to Tidal tomorrow. You haven't made your mind up yet. I, I'll be surprised if I don't, quite yeah. honestly. But, uh, yeah, Tidal's happening. Um, two shows. Two shows, one with no ropes. Yeah, I'm interested about that one. Uh, the guys we were talking to said the last, one last year was amazing. Right. Um, so we'll see. Uh, you went to the hybrid thing, didn't you? I did. Yeah, you said that was good. That was good, but I, I feel like that was probably going to be a different thing to what this is going to be. Well, well, we'll see. Um, it might yeah. be. Yeah, it might be. Um, we will have, we'll see anyway. Um, should be good. Title's always good. Uh, good laugh. Promotion that I think don't get as much credit as it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of its local sort of catchment area, obviously the circles we run in, the people we talk to can't speak highly about it enough. But that's relatively limited number of people. Um, check out your local promotions. Uh, so you know, tight. We've got Tidal, Future Shock, uh, North Up Newcastle. Loads, there's loads down south. Pro Wrestling Soul, Pro, uh, Battle Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Clash, Resurgence, who are operating out in Leicester and Nottingham. Uh, Russell Gate. Is it Wrestlegate? Wrestlegate, yeah. Wrestlegate, yeah. So in Nottingham. I'm, yeah, I forgot the, the name escaped me for some reason. you got Elevation, you got Hope, you got EBW, you yep. got UK, whatever it was. <laughs> What's that one? A classic UK wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, check, I mean, if, support support your local promotion. Yeah. Go check. If, if you enjoy that sort of if thing. If you're in Leeds, check out UK Classic Wrestling. Make your own opinions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I think... Yeah, I think that's it. One quick question. Yeah? And it's something I'll probably ask not a lot, but like over the following months. I want to see how much it changes. Who's your favourite male and female indie wrestler at the minute? My favourite female, without a doubt, is Nia Samuels. Has been for a while. Um, 
male. I'd, I'd probably go between David Starr and Eddie Dennis. That's not really changed much, to be honest. Right. I'm still a fan of those guys. I don't. Um, Eddie, it's great to see Eddie back. Um, he's the progress champion. Um, and hopefully we'll see, get to see a bit more of him, both on WWE and on... Uh, and on um, his indie appearances whether that's just progress where he does stuff like attack uh, things like that um, there'll be some, there'll be somebody else that sort of jumps out at me that I'm missing mm-hmm. um, I mean I'm a fan of Travis Banks um, I think some of the matches I've seen him have with people like David Starr and Ilya Dragunov have been outstanding I haven't seen this week's uh, NXT UK but apparently his match with Laguerre was really good right yeah um yeah, uh, fe- I mean, go back to female. I mean, Nina Samuels is my favourite, but the um, there's loads of great up and comers. I mean, we didn't we talk about Eve. We didn't touch on Natalie Sykes. Got a debut yeah. for him. One of uh, Nina's opponents had a great showing. Um, there's loads of great ones at the minute, like uh, um, Roxanne, really Debbie Keitel. She was really good last night, actually. Um, Angel. Angel Hayes. Hayes. Yes. Um, first time seeing her live. Another name. Seen. I think she did a couple. I think the lads were saying she's done a couple of title appearances right. as well. So, um, no, she was she was good, impressive. Yeah. Liked it. Um, there's a lot of different people. I mean, we'll t- I've spoken before about people who I would happily just who, who, if their name's on a show, I'd be more inclined to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. Sugar Duncan is the top of that list. Um, I mean, to get to give you a proper, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of, you know. <laughs> I'm sort of rambling a bit here. I probably have to sit down and think about it because there's just for different reasons. There's loads of different people who are us really enjoy. Yeah. Dan Maloney at minute somebody else who I'm really really big on. Uh, Dan Maloney, by the way, won the Fight Club Pro Championship last night. Did he? Yes, he did. Shout out to the driller. Cool. Um, for myself, um, I'd say it's been like this for a while. Brady's probably like. Although he's doing a lot of heel stuff, yeah, and you're supposed to boo him and everything, I can't not like what he does. I like the attitude he goes into the ring with. Um, he's just a dick, but it's great. It's great I think to it's, watch. I think it's kind of a similar thing with Ian Samuels because, like last night, she was getting she's she's such a good foot heel, yeah, thing, yeah. especially for Eve, and she was, she was getting booed left, right, and centre. And I'm just like they're clapping under clapping like with my arms down by my side. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard not to like them because they do such a good job. Yeah, but you kind of got got to get into the mindset that they don't want you to cheer them. Mm. Um, they want you to boo them. Yeah, because that's the job. I mean, um, I always go back to that. I always going back to that brief show is uh, Brady versus Rampage. Everyone's cheering for Rampage apart from you and Paul. Yeah, <laughs> but that changed. Yeah, the final reaction when Brady won, there was a lot of people cheering. It was a great match. Yeah, and it kind of surprised me. I honestly did not see him winning that match. Yeah, and then he hit the, the corner DDT thing. I was like, well, I was, I, I was a bit, I, I groaned under breath a bit because I was like, they're not gonna have Rampage no sell this, are they? Mm. And they didn't. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I like Brady. Brady's, I think. Probably one of the top talents in UK at the minute. I think he's in terms. I think he's low key becoming. He's getting there. I think he's. It's a surprise. I'm surprised he's not getting recognition on bigger stages. Mm. Um, on a selfish level, that's good because we get to see him more. Um, but for, I, mean, I think it's a matter of time. Um, he has been around for a while, but I think it's just a matter of time till he starts getting the bigger sort of things. Today could be the break that he needs, kind of thing. Yeah. This Fighting. is a big match today. MJF. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, there's going to be a lot of eyes on this, isn't there? Yeah. Like, overseas people will be like, oh, the, the AEW guys are coming. There's going to be a lot of people looking at this that yeah, don't, yeah. 
that, that don't know South Side, so they might not know people like Brady Sean Custom Sticks, mm. um, Senza Volto, um, who I think is fucking amazing, by the way. Yeah. Looking, super looking forward to seeing him wrestle today. Um, going on to. So we're. we're my, yeah. uh, going <laughs> on to my top female star at the minute. Really, really enjoying Roxy's matches. Yeah, she's kicked on big time it last year. Yeah, yeah. Last few, last few months especially, I've just been like, it's fucking amazing. Um, so I'm hoping to see her at a few more shows. Special mention, by the way, Solo Darling. Great, fucking excellent. I'm a fan, of, big fan of hers. She had a great match with Roxy at Tidal mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, saw a few new people yesterday, like we said. Um, Victoria Adams, I thought was really good. Yeah, for for young up and commissioners, they're looking really really solid. Mm-hmm. The two Scottish girls, Angel Hayes, I, I, I feel bad for, for I can't remember the girl's name. The other girl, I've, yeah, it's slipping. But my she mind. but she looked good. Yeah, you know, there was the um, it was good to see Laura DiMatteo, Killer Kelly back in action. Oh, Killer Kelly was great. Yeah, that was a fantastic match. Yeah, as well, wasn't it? yeah, Killer uh, Killer Kelly was outstanding. Uh, Giselle Shaw, uh, Sammy Jane, and Emi Sakura mm-hmm. had a great match. Uh, Emi Sakura's gimmick is fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's. I mean, it, that was. I mean, we're going back. We are going around on us back on ourselves a little bit. But that that show was great. And women's wrestling's really good. The the one thing I was, I do want to see a bit more of, and I, I love that Eva brought in a tag team titles. For 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 you know for themselves for women, yeah. for the women's wrestling, and love that WWE have got women's tag team titles. I would love to see more more female tag teams, because you see you get a lot of tag teams, and I don't know if some of them are put together or some of them are like sort of they, they come through as tag teams. Like uh, in WWE, you've got the revival, you've got like, natural tag teams. Like I don't know if they're still there. I know they're not the greatest, but like you look at like the clones, the yeah. revival, the Usos, um, they've got some that, that like get developed, like the Ascension, like the New Day. Stuff like that, um, and on independent wrestling, you see a lot of tag teams that get uh, like Aussie Open, uh, the NIC. Uh, some that get put together, like the Grizzled Young Veterans, really work. Uh, you've got like you know the Young Guns or tag teams and stuff like that. Women's tag teams on independent wrestling, in terms of actual tag teams, I can only think of two: uh, Walk Queens and the Pretty Little uh, Pretty Little Killers. Pretty Little Killers, yeah, yeah. Um, I Ruby. Yeah, and, uh, and the Woke Queens. Woke Queens. There are, there are pairings that work, like Wrestle Friends. Uh, da- Diamond Vogue Collective are yeah. pretty good. Um, there's, there's factions, isn't there? Yeah. There's a few factions, like um, Shax, Jade, Nightshade. Sanitarium. Sanitarium. That dynamic kind of works. I like that. Yeah. Um, um, I liked the pairing. I don't know if you went to this. I don't think you did. The pairing of... Session Moth Martina and Lana Austin. I have seen it back since, but I wasn't there when it was live. That yeah. was that was fun. Yeah, they were a good team. Uh, if you could put a team together from any like any indie stars that are what male or female? No, just female. Because okay. that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'll stop making noise with my wristband. <laughs> um, who would you put together? Just two wrestlers. They don't particularly have to be have already been a team. Yeah. Just two indie wrestlers. Who would you put together? Nina Samuels and Killer Kelly. Okay. That's not bad. <laughs> I was going to go with... There's, there's, that's one that just comes, springs to mind. Yeah. If, I, if I had some time to like properly sit down and think about it, I could probably come up with something oh, different. Oh, there's Medusa... Medusa uh, Complex? Complex, Yes, yeah. I forgot about them, of course, yeah. Um, I would put Nightshade with Gia Adams. Okay. <laughs> And I don't think anyone could beat that team. <laughs> <laughs> I 
mean, that's a great thing about women's wrestling. I mean, there's so many different styles and, and whatnot as well. It's not just a case of, like, back in, like... I say that back in the day. Not so much on independent level, but like WWE and stuff. Because of how it was booked and whatnot. It was all very one-dimensional. Now you've got... And I think I think to a degree it cancels with WWE. I think as much of the booking mm-hmm. good people are all similar. Yeah. Whereas, like, independent wrestling, there's so much, so many different um, styles, different sort of approaches and stuff like that. And it's really refreshing to see. Um, and it's it's great. And, uh, you know, long may it continue, long may it develop. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, 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 that's that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I, I couldn't... I have to... I'd have to sit down and think about that. I probably couldn't with a different answer. I might, might so co- what was a good team. Um, Kanji and Ginny. Yes. Yeah. That was that a good. One. They worked really well together. Yeah, that was. That was a good one. Um. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I don't even know what the original point was, but we're, we're, wrestling's great. Um, the original point was you want to see more women's tag teams. That wasn't my original point. That was just exactly something I like sort of got onto. Oh, okay. Uh, what was the original point? Southside title title tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Check yeah. out title. We're um, title tomorrow. Sweet. Um. Right then, WrestleMania. Let's let's uh, do the seventeenth. Yes. Edition of Mania of the Wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Just filling in time till you're ready with your notes. <laughs> I mean, kayfib, mate, kayfib. Um, anyway, it's time to get back in that hot tub time machine. We're not actually in a hot tub, by the way. I don't know if anyone ever wonders that. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, April Fool's Day, 2001. Oh, is that white shit? <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Okay, <laughs> laid my cards out on the table pretty early, haven't I? Okay, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, it's the Reliant Astrodome in Houston, Texas. Uh, attendance of sixty-seven thousand nine hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania X seven, not seventeen. Yeah. X seven. Don't make it any better. <laughs> I mean, I uh, put all the Roman numerals in. You want? Okay. Not working. Right. Um. So, yeah. So we had so we had um, show live in Texas. No national anthem. No national anthem this no year. No America the Beautiful. Um, WrestleMania package introduction mm-hmm. refers to WrestleMania as a celebration of life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm just telling you what happened. I thought... Yeah, I've got it down as just showing people doing everyday things. Yeah. Mixing in with clips from people doing WrestleMania moments. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, go to the arena. The uh, ever familiar voice of Jim Ross welcomes us in, uh, but he's got a new friend with him this this year. He has, and this was one of the plus points I thought. Paul Heyman on commentary. Okay, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. It was different because it was. He'd not been with WWF very long at this point. The ECW had only recently shut down, and he didn't. He he was He didn't get full into pull into like a full, what we know as a Paul Heyman character at this point. It was Paul Heyman. The co- he obviously still giving JR bits of crap and stuff, um, but um, yeah, um, yeah. Introdu- introduction to uh, to WrestleMania for Paul Heyman. So we get straight underway with uh, the first match. We've got uh, Chris Jericho defending the Intercontinental Title, uh, taking on uh, William Regal, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh, I I. I mean, I'm sure you're going to go into a bit more detail about your play-by-play notes and whatnot. Uh, I've just wanted this really good opener. Enjoyed it. Um, did notice with what becomes a theme for the majority of the matches on this card, uh, I didn't. I didn't hate it, but it didn't 
really grab me. Yeah. I don't think... I mean, we'll get to them as we get to the matches. I don't think there was anything that was terrible. Yeah. I just don't think there was a lot of stuff that was outstanding. I think... I, I'll be honest with you, and we'll get to them. I think, the outsta- I think there's one match that I really enjoyed in the middle, which you could probably guess. Mm-hmm. And then the final two matches were, were the... Were the Top oh, right, yeah. um, but I, I, for the most part, would agree with that. But I, I, uh, I haven't done ratings this week, um, just because I didn't. I didn't. I, I think pretty much, with the exception of two or three matches, it was just sixes across the board for me, really. Okay. Uh, so I, I, sorry, I phrased that. I've done ratings, but I'm just like these right. are pretty standard. So I gave it a six. It wasn't terrible. Uh, it wasn't well beaten by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Four, four or five years down the line. I mean, I know Regal retire, uh, would have retired by that point, but four or five years down the line, um, or maybe he wouldn't have. Maybe he'd have still been going, actually. Yeah, because yeah, he, he, he went until about 2010, thinking about it. Uh, I think this match would have been, if they'd been given the platform, this match would have been miles better. Mm-hmm. Not that there was anything wrong with it, but it was just it was a standard fair opener. Um, the finish was a little bit... Um, Hodgepodge, because I think what they were going for is Regal hits the turnbuckle post, um, and then Jericho hits the bulldog and the lion's salt. Mm-hmm. Jericho the, he hits the post, hits the bulldog, but he lands it, he puts him in a really awkward position, so he has to suplex him into the middle at ring. Yeah. Lion's salt, one, two, three, Jericho is still Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. So I've started from the video package that was shown before. Um, it's basically showing the rivalry of both of them facing a few wrestlers, interfering in each other's matches. Key moments is Jericho dressing up as Doink. Yeah. Coming in and beating Regal up. Jericho likes to come in dressing as other people, doesn't he? Did it dressed as Pentagon? Sure, he's done it we didn't, dressed as someone else. Right, well. we, didn't, we didn't talk about this earlier, and we'll not dwell on this, but Chris has got this conspiracy theory that Jericho's going to invade Southside today. I mean... I was thinking about it. Cody Rhodes is going to be there. He's in a rivalry with Cody Rhodes. I don't know what Cody Rhodes is doing other than just turning up. Because it just says an appearance by Cody yeah. and Brandy. I don't expect it to happen. I'm pretty sure it's like 95% not going to happen. But there's 5% of my brain that's thinking, if Jericho turns up and fucking beats Cody Rhodes up in the middle of a south side ring, the entire place is going to lose their shit. <laughs> me included. Oh, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm up for it. If it happens, I'll be, I'll be astounded. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it, 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 I don't think it's going to happen. It's just something that came into my head yesterday. Yeah. And that. I wanted to tell you about it in case it happened. Yeah. Um, I just think, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, the other key moment from the video package was um, him pissing in Regal's tea. Yeah. Uh, not, bit, not not kosher, that is it. Bit naughty, wasn't it? Uh, so yeah, not too much different from what you've said. Uh, Regal face Regal focuses on Jericho's shoulder throughout the most of the match. Yep. Um, Jericho doing loads of cruiserweight type moves, loads of flippy, not really flippy, but like sort of high flying, high sort flying, of, yeah, fast yeah, yeah. pace sort of stuff. Um, Regal more of a methodical technical wrestler. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of good spots, nice underhook suplex from the top rope from Regal. Um, like you said, Jericho wins with a line salt. Um, I went five out of ten. Yeah, fair enough. It was good. It was all right. There was a good spot I didn't mention earlier. Well, I said good spot. I found it amusing. He's like, he goes for a plan. Is it like a plancher over the top rope? He mm-hmm. just misses him. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, not a massive fan of William Regal when I was 
watching wrestling when I was younger. I don't think you're meant to be. Um, I think you're, you're meant to not like him, yeah. but you're meant to think he's a smarmy bastard. But, like, it goes back to the Wrestling My Mind podcast I did with Ivy. She talks about it. Plug. And she was like, hated him when I was growing up. And she was like, now looking back at his matches, you see how absolutely fucking great he was. This it's this the, same, it's the yeah. same thing. Watching yeah. some of the stuff back he's done recently, I'm like, William Regal was fucking amazing. Yeah. Awesome. It's strange that like he had different names. Stephen Regal, William Regal. Yep. There's another one as well, I can't remember what it was. That um theme tune he used to come into. That man's man was yeah. great, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh Shane McMahon turns up in a limo. It says WCW on it. It does. Uh cut to the acolytes with Jackie. Yeah. Playing poker backstage. Jackie's smoking the biggest cigar I've ever seen in yep. my life. Uh, Bradshaw kicks off about how cool the city is that they're in. Yeah, I mean, this is this is basically a video package that says Bradshaw's from Texas. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, he is, mm-hmm. so fair enough. Then it cuts to right to censor walking down to the ring. Your favourite group? I mean, not really. Why, why, <laughs> why would they be my favourite group? I just, it just seems like something that you would fucking hate. <laughs> no, not really. They were all right. I preferred the other characters that the, they were all were doing. The guys in the group were great. I just think yeah. the gimmick was a bit... But I think, bit, again, that was the point of it. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit bland, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but it was supposed to be. Uh, yeah, Stephen Richard starts to cut... Stephen Richards, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. I just sounded wrong when I said it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Richards starts to cut a promo, and then Taz's music plays, and the Acolytes and Jackie follow. Yep. Thoughts on Taz? Well, just on this particular, or just generally? Just in general. Um, I think it was all right. I think he kind of he got signed to WWE, and I don't think it it was his it was it what they did was really suited the way he wrestles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he fit in in ECW. He was a legend. He was something of a legend in ECW. Won their title more than once. Um, it just didn't quite work. I mean, they come in, get put up, had a bit of steam behind him. He had a had a match with Kurt Angle on his debut at the Royal Rumble. Uh, beat Kurt Angle in his debut at the Royal Rumble. Had a bit of rivalries with a big boss man and found himself in the hardcore division, which is code for, we want you on TV, but we don't really know what to do with you. <laughs> as evidenced uh, by the fact that the hardcore title match last year at WrestleMania, as we covered, had about 20 people in it. Fair enough. Um, I was never a massive fan, but like you said, I, it's possible because they weren't using him right. I think he, he, um, he was I good. I think he was frustrated as well. Yeah, I think he, I think he's in-ring. I think he was good for about six months. They turned him heel to this... Angle with Jerry Lawler, which was or which was all right. And then by about October, November time that year, it's kind of in ring. It's kind of sort of petered out for him. Mm-hmm. Now he still wrestles in ring for about another year and a half after this. But it's when it his WWE career, his level of success came when he started doing commentary. When him and Michael Cole took over SmackDown after the ban- branch uh, branch split. Brand split. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's when it took off for him, and it and it was it was great, and they were a great pairing for the I think it was about five six maybe five or six years they did before they started switching things around. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so the start of the match, everyone just starts fighting. Um, there's fighting outside, there's fighting inside. Yeah, there's fighting everywhere. Yeah. Um, Bull, what's his face? Bull Buchanan. Bull Buchanan, that's the one. Um, weird, that... looks weird. Weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, yes, he does. He does that cool top rope clothesline thing yep. that he did. We talked about last episode. Yep. Uh, my next note is I hate Taz. Um, <laughs> 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 no, 
No, he's got a weird... I don't know. It's, it's too short, isn't it? It's, no, it's just a weird thing that he does. Like, I watched... Throughout the rest of the show that I watched, I watched how every wrestler bumps. Mm. And it looks natural. Yeah. Whereas when Taz did it, it looked like a trainee following the letter of how to bump. Oh, right. Like, I can't say I noticed that. He, he, hits the, he hits the mat and he flings his arms back and like slams his arms on the thing every time he, he falls down. I'm like, that's weird. That doesn't look natural. That looks like you... <laughs> You, you know, it doesn't look yeah. like a natural bump sort of thing. It looks like you are a... He is a trained wrestler, but, you know, it looks yeah. like he's he's following the letter of how trained to bump. Yeah. And it's it's weird. It, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Bradshaw beats everyone up anyway. Yep. Um, and then he just takes Good Father. We'll call him the Good Father. The Good Father, yes. Takes his head off with a clothesline from hell. Yep. I put three out of ten. Oh, right, that's a bit harsh. Wasn't bad, but it was very quick. Uh, I was going to give it four, but I'm taking off a point because Taz bumps bad. <laughs> okay. Um, You're going to get so annoyed with me through this. I don't, I mean, I don't, I, th- I guess, I think one of the overriding things I've uh, I've learnt through doing this is that I just don't feel as strongly about things as you do. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I, this was a serviceable match. I, multi-man matches are never great. They're, they're always a hodgepodge of nonsense. Um... It made sense for the story they were telling. Uh, they've had runnings. I mean, the 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 acolytes have had runnings with the right to censor for months at this point. The Taz had his problems with him as well. It made sense to have a match when you've got a group like that. Um, and it's these multi-man matches. They like I said, they're just they're not always. They're, it's just hard to sort of keep track of what's happening and whatnot. I think like they, everyone got the spots. In. I think the Good Father was the predominant one for right to censor in this match. Um, got a couple of, you know, ho trains. I'm gonna call it the ho train. Um, the no train. The no train. It's a better name. Um, and then uh, obviously it's 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 what it is. They all get the spots in. There's a couple of double team moves. There's fighting everywhere. Uh, I'm sorry. I just remembered something you said yesterday that made me laugh. Um, go and say no train instead of ho train. When you just went, New Japan have opened New Japan USA. Why don't they just call it Not Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. I was thinking about that, actually. Sorry. Uh, we can, it's still a JPW, isn't it? Yeah, Not Japan wrestling. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I give, it, I give it five out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Didn't hate it, but there was nothing special about it. Um I didn't feel negatively about it enough to go lower. Quite frankly, I think if it's for, for, to go a bit lower than that, I would there would have to be a reason I didn't like it, and I didn't not like it. I just didn't think it was amazing. Okay. Next segment: Trish Stratus wheels a comatose Linda McMahon down what a corridor. What a fucking sentence that is, by the way. What? Trish Stratus wheels a comatose Linda McMahon down the corridor. Hey, I don't know what it is. That's what happens. And then Stephanie McMahon appears. And this is pretty pointless. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, There's not all she does is just tell you what happens later. She's like, wait for the right point, and then bring Linda down when Shane's been knocked out or something. I think 
what, and I don't think this is put across very well, but I think what, I think what's supposed to have happened, what ha- what actually happens is um, Stephanie says, "Now you were sure you made sure you doubled the medication, didn't you? Oh, is, is that this bit or is this a bit? Yeah, that's that bit. I think, or is that later on in that the might, dressing room? That might be later on, but there's a point. There's a point where she they, they ask her if she's doubled the medication, and then Lynn, and then like Stephanie's like blurting orders out to Trish and whatnot, yeah. and. Uh, it's basically like Trisha's. Trisha's like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do that, and that, that and basically it's for for her to sort of turn on Stephanie and Vince later on. Yeah, sure. Um, spoilers. Um, yes, but it's it's a short bit, and it's a bit. It's not. There's not. There doesn't seem too much point to it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Next match starts with Raven. Yes. Love Raven. Kane and the Big Show for the hardcore title. I've just looked at my rating and I think I've been overly harsh, so I might change it. <laughs> um, I might not after I've read my notes. Do you okay. want to go first or shall I? Go I'll, first? I'll just tell you what I thought. Like I say, I've not got like a big like sort of synopsis or anything like that. Basically, what happens is we start the match. Raven comes out first uh, with a unique compendium of weapons mm-hmm. in a trolley. Yes, um, he's got a road sign, but it's like a road sign that's the shape of a man. <laughs> It's road sign in the shape of a man. Did you not see it? I, I wasn't looking that specifically I just, I just at this saw point. Him, I saw him with it in his hand. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> uh, um, and Kane comes out and Raven tr- basically tries to get a jump on Kane. Um, they start fighting in the ring. The big show comes out. Uh, Kane throws the big show over the top rope. Uh, at, uh, no, he throws Raven over the top rope, excuse me, at the big show. Uh, and then from here, the fight never gets back in the ring. No. <laughs> they go backstage. Um, it's. I think, and I'm speaking generally, I'm not speaking to you directly when I say this, I think how you sort of approach these matches and what you think of these is kind of like... Because th- this kind of thing, I really enjoy when they did the hardcore stuff. The thing that I didn't really enjoy with the hardcore stuff was when they started, like, the whole 24-7 stuff when it all just got really stupid. Like, they've got this 24-7 title now, Mm-hmm. And the point of it is for it to be like that. And I get that, that's fine. But they had the hardcore title, which initially, for a year or so, was a title that was fought under hardcore rules. No disqualifications, yeah. no count, that's false count anywhere. And some of the matches that the core of that division had, with like Yal Snows, your Road Dogs, Bob Ollies, Billy Gunn to a lesser degree, the big boss man, people who got involved with that. They had some really good entertaining matches. Um, and when and then like Raven come into it, and, and that sort of... Sort of came back up as well but they kept the 24-7 thing although we don't see it on Wrestlemania uh, the 24-7 thing kind of like took kind of like ruined it a little bit for me in my opinion um, but sorry I've got, I've got off topic a little bit but basically this is the kind of thing that I like it was just a, a closed match where they're just fighting all over the arena it's, it's just daft where it's like there's a bit where there's a bit where um, Raven gets thrown through a window yes um <laughs> There's a bit where the big show and Kane put each other through uh, what is clearly a, a, a fake wall. Yes. Which is followed up by Raven coming through a door and hitting somebody. Yep. Which I found mildly, I found really amusing. <laughs> uh, the bit with the golf cart and the referee. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Um, was it? <laughs> it was. It was fun. It was. It's not classic wrestling. You know. I mean, Jim Cornette's probably back going fucking insane. Uh, Jim Cornette was at this event, and we'll tell you why we know that in a minute. Um, <sighs> But um, yeah, it's and then it, and basically it's fighting throughout the arena and it ends with uh, the big show um, being knocked off the stage by Kane while he's holding Raven up 
Uh, Kane hits a big elbow leg drop, whatever it is, off the stage and gets a pin on the big show. Uh, Kane wins the hardcore title. I I I enjoyed this for what it was. Um, was it a classic? Never going to be a classic. These hardcore matches aren't, quite frankly. Uh, but it was fun, and uh, I gave that six point five. Wow. So I've got Raven attacks Kane before Big Show even comes down. Kane throws Raven at the show. Um, then jumps from the top rope for a clothesline from the top rope to the outside. Uh, fight through the crowd backstage. Big Show throws Raven into a fence. Uh, sorry, a fenced-off area, uh, and then he locks the door. Not very well, because Kane just opens it. <laughs> I think he's supposed to rip the door off like mm. he did in the Hell in the Cell type thing. Yeah. But the lock just comes off and he just opens it and walks in. I did notice, not to cut you off, I did notice that the... Um, I don't know if it was intentional or not, or they were trying to make it do it for effect. But I don't know if they were trying to find the fake wall when they were barging into it. Right. I don't, I don't know if they were just like knocking into, into walls, like, oh, knocked him into this wall, knocked him into this wall, knocked him into this wall, this wall's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kane rips it off there we go uh, Raven gets thrown through a window Kane then gets thrown through a door uh, then they fall through a wall then they fight back to the arena and Kane wins <laughs> pretty much it um, my initial score yeah overly harsh 2 out of 10 I think that's ridiculously yeah, harsh I'm going to change that I'm going to give it a 4 um, it still wasn't great. Um, I thought everything looked too fake. Like, get that. the fake get wall. That. The the fake wall was stupid. Yeah, it just looked too prepped and propped. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, it's, it's meant, it, that has to be because they don't want to really hurt the people that are wrestling, but they could have just made I it I thought look... the window spot looked pretty. Obviously it's not, but it looked, it looked really... Well, oh, the window bit was yeah. quite good, yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, well, you want to get another point for that, then. This spot... <laughs> The uh, they're quite good with window sort of stuff. It's all that prop sugar glass and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, propped yeah. glass in it. They did really well with that back in early nineties when yeah. Janetti went through the barbershop window. That was real, damn it. <laughs> Still real to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that. I gave it a give it a four. Uh, Angle and Edge, and sorry, Angle Edge and Christian uh, have a pretty funny promo together. Yeah, backstage. Uh, then it cuts to Coach interviewing a fan before The Rock arrives in the dressing room. This was the Australian fan, weren't it? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Weirdos. Right then. Not all Australians are weirdos, just those people. <laughs> um, I haven't got a lot on this next match. Is this Eddie and Test? Yeah. Now, me neither. Um, it's European Championship. Eddie Guerrero taking on Test. Tests with a bit of steam behind him at this time. They were pushing him potentially as one of the next uh, bit, one of the next uh, top guys. Um, not quite there just yet, but he got um, a win over William Regal for the European title previously. Excuse me. Um, and yeah, he was getting getting good reactions. Got a good reaction when he come out here. Um, taking on Eddie Guerrero, accompanied by Perry Saturn, wearing a hat that I think you would enjoy. My first notes. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, and at first glance, I thought that was Scott Steiner. Ha! <laughs> because he got the gold, he the, got like, the, the blonde moustache. Blonde moustache and yeah. a really daft hat on. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, what the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> like we said last episode, 
Perry Satin's WWE run was very strange, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the first six months was great, and the rest of it kind of just went a bit weird. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we get Eddie versus Test. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, both wrestlers not with us anymore. No, that's true. Um, Test provides some big moves. Yep. But he's against it through all of the match with Eddie cheating and Saturn and Malenko interfering. Yep. Uh, these are, like, really short notes. Uh, Malenko grabs his leg to stop a pin. Saturn throws the belt in... Saturn? Saturn throws the belt into the ring. Uh, Malenko distracts the ref, and then Eddie hits Test with the belt, and then he wins the championship. Yeah, I mean, that's it's... very short of what happened. It's a little it's... bit longer, but... Well, I mean, know. that's not a million miles away from what, from no, what actually... Not... Yeah, it's not a, not a great, it's not a classic match. Eddie Eddie Guerrero will definitely have better matches. Eddie looks good in what he does. Mm-hmm. Test isn't bad. It's not. They're not no. It's not. It's not. What they do isn't that bad. It's just. At least they've stopped referring to him as former Motley Crue bodyguard. I think that that didn't last that long. I think it was <laughs> so annoying. Um, that only lasted about three or four months when he first started out. You know, um, but yeah, he were um. Uh, he test test didn't do anything particularly bad. He looked no. he, he did he did some good stuff. He looked he looked good here. Um he was good at what he was he was good at what he did, Test, and I'm a bit surprised that he didn't get more of a push over time um than he got. Um but he um uh, did come up short here. Um not... it, it felt like when I was watching it and like it felt like they were trying to make him not like the next diesel, but like Give him the sort of Kevin Nash sort of role. It was a Vince. It was a kind of guy Vince McMahon liked, yeah, and I yeah. think that's why he got that kind of push with the corporation when he first started mm. out. Um, you know, when Mark Henry got injured for, I stand by this. Is what I think what was supposed to happen was it was supposed to be at WrestleMania 15 it was meant to be Mark Henry and D'Lo versus Jeff and Owen, um, and he's the guy who gets that spot. He has a good run. Uh, he has a pretty good run in his first year. Um, kind of dies off a bit the year after gets put in a tag team with Albert but then he comes out of that tag team and starts getting more of a push uh, we go through the invasion angle and he's one of the big people for the for the alliance team when he turns on WWF the scumbag um, yeah and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, a I don't I don't know what, why I don't know why why it never worked because he wasn't particularly he wasn't bad at all he was he was good at what he did um, the crowd reactions were pretty good yeah um Strange, really. I mean, we'll never, never fully understand exactly what happened there, um, which is a shame because he was, he was really good. Um, I went for a four for this match again. I think that's fair. I, I went five, uh, but I completely get that. I think it wasn't, it wasn't long enough really to sort of tell, no, this, tell a proper story. This is the issue with the first few matches. They're not bad matches, and nobody performs badly. They're just not long enough to give it a good score. Yeah, because there's not enough to do any more than they do, and they they basically just go in, run through the paces or whatever, you yeah. know, and then match ends. They yeah, all very short matches. Yeah, so I think I think that's fair. I, I I went with five. Like I said, I didn't think it was it was particularly bad. It wasn't bad at all, but it was there was nothing outstanding about mm-hmm. it. I think I think four's probably fair. Um, yeah, cool. Mick Foley is the special guest referee for Vince McMahon. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what happens. They just <laughs> they just announced that. Uh, then, He's going to do it right here in Houston, Texas. Yes, he is. Uh, and then Kurt Angle cuts a promo that Bradshaw won't be happy about. He just talks about how rubbish Texas is. Yeah. Um, and then 
I've got very limited notes on this one because not... I feel like you're going to say more about it than I am. I haven't got a lot to say, quite frankly, actually. Okay. Um, so the next match is Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle. Anyone who's listened to me talk about Chris Benoit before will know I'm a fan of him in ring. Um, that's that's just nev- that's never going to change. I'm a, I just think his work in the ring is fantastic. Um, one of my favourite matches is Angle versus Benoit from Unforgiven, which was a year later. Uh, I have watched that match many times. I've seen the match they had at the Royal Rumble lo- uh, quite a few times. I have not seen this match for quite a while. So I was looking forward to getting back to watching it and seeing if what because I don't really have high mem- really good memories of it, but my memories are from a time when this kind of thing wasn't really what I was into. So it's a bit different. Um, it's great. It's good. It's great. It's probably. I'm not going to stretch to great. It's it's good. Of the three high profile matches they have, I do think this is the worst one. That's not a bad thing. All right. Okay. Because the other two matches are exceptional. This is very good. Um, I think it. The story. The story they're telling about uh, Angle. Uh, Benoit can't make Angle tap out, and he clearly can. Um, and the same same to a lesser extent with Benoit, although the focus is on Angle. Um, is told really well. Uh, we you know the the ref bump where uh, Angle is tapping out to the cross face, but there's nobody there um, to to ring it, ring the bell. Um, the guys get the moves in. We see uh, submissions. I think, if I remember correctly, this is before Angle regularly starts using the ankle lock. Um, he does still use it, but it's not like he's one of his patented moves at this point. Um, yeah, it's it's a really it's a really good match. It's one that I enjoyed. Um, I gave it a seven. Okay. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I thought I enjoyed it. Like I say, if if I was to say what would be my favorite match, one of my favorite ma- favorite match with Angle and Benoit, this would be the third of the three. Uh, the one at the Royal Rumble is very good, but the one at Unforgiven for me is still exceptional. Okay, so I've got the match starts with amateur-based map. Sorry, I'll read that again. Match starts with amateur map-based wrestling. Um, this match is hard to make notes for, as it's technically sound, and there's not a lot of high-spotted moves yeah. sort of thing. Um, a lot of holds and submission. Benoit attempts the crossface quite a few times. Uh, they pull out a lot of suplexes, a lot of slams. Uh, this is my main source of anger with this match. The referee is very inconsistent with his counting. Right. When they go for the pins, the first pin he's like one, two, three. Yeah. Well, he doesn't get three. He goes one, two. Um, the second pin he's like one, two, and then the third pin he's really slow with it. He's like one, two, and it's like. Keep a rhythm, dude. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I didn't notice that, but if that's right, then fair enough. Yes. Yeah. So that annoyed me a little bit. Um, so after his shoddy counting, the ref gets knocked down and he deserves it. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> uh, angle taps, but obviously no referee, no win. Um, I mean, that's how it works. You yeah. just thought you can do about that. Angle rolls up Benoit for the win, grabbing the tights. Shady mother fricker. Cheap and dirty move. Yeah, man. Uh, I gave it a six. Uh, I thought it was a great technical match. Both men didn't really do anything wrong. Uh, it was a solid match, but I thought the finish was a bit weak. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, what I, I would mean... have given it a seven had it been a more sort of not not explosive, yeah. but like sort of a bit more 
it kind of just went, all right, roll up, end. Yeah. Well, the thing this, and you, there's a little bit of a vignette a bit later with, uh, not a vignette, but a little bit of a clip later with Angle talking to Kevin Kelly, mm-hmm. um, where Benoit attacks him. And this, this rivalry doesn't end with this match, as I'm sure you can imagine. Uh, it goes into Backlash, uh, where the ultimate submission match, which is 30 minutes, as many submissions as you can handle. Cool. Uh, kind of like an all-you-can-eat buffet, but submissions instead but submission of burgers. Means. Cool. Um, yeah, as, as I say, it's not a bad match by any stretch. It just feels like they didn't really get out of second gear. They never ever quite stepped it up. They were never bad, but they never just went for it. And, yeah. and like I think apart from Benoit, you know, it, Benoit hits the diving headbutt at one point, but they never really step it up. And I don't think Angle hits the Angle Slam, if I remember correctly. Right. Or, um, he, he does once. Okay. That, no, that, the or fact, he, or he might put him up and he gets out of it. I'm yeah, not sure. well, I mean, the fact that we can't even establish that kind of yeah, yeah. kind of enhances my point. Really, it's not a bad match at all. I, w- I certainly would um, uh, certainly would would encourage people to you know give it a look. But um, I do think there are better Benoit Angle matches on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. So next segment is my favourite segment of the segments, not the matches, just the favourite bit of the segments. This is William Regal, all right, uh, and Michael Cole. William Regal gets asked why he's been in the training room so much. Yep. Uh, and he doesn't want to talk to Michael Cole. Uh, his Don't reply is, what has it got to do with you, you miserable specimen? Which is now my favourite insult, <laughs> and I'm going to use it. <laughs> you miserable specimen. Uh, and then it goes weird. He turns around a corner, you can hear loads of shouting, he turns around a corner, and Kamala is on top of William Regal's desk. I mean, you never saw it coming. And another great quote from... Uh, William Regal he's like what the bloody hell are you doing up there get down get down you heathen bugger off (laughs) and yeah just William Regal being very British makes me laugh he, I think that's the thing what makes it it's great about William Regal when he was a heel is that he just come out with these British things. <laughs> there's a bit. There's a bit. I think it's on the Invasion pay per view, which is later in, later in the year this year. This year, this WrestleMania was on, um, where. Um, He's fighting Raven and Taz like interferes in match and Tajiri's scheduled to fight Taz later that night. And he like he's revving Tajiri up and he goes, You go out there and you smash that foul bloody little gobshite Taz. <laughs> and it's like, fucking this is great. The Americans going, What the fuck's he saying? And then we're just here pissing ourselves. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. Uh so yeah, I loved that. The next video package is a tribute to the troops type package. Yeah, Fort Worth, yes. Mm-hmm. So they do a visit to... Basically, it was like with the WrestleMania week, they're in Texas. Yeah. Visit, you know, troops and whatnot. This looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, riding around in tanks and stuff, chucking out... Uh, well, in tanks, there were jeeps, weren't there? But uh, chucking out uh, T-shirts and stuff like yep. that. Um, that was good. It was good, it was good to see. Uh, after that, you get an Ivory China video. Which is... Uh, I've only just thought about that. Ivory's a... Uh, a material... For making pots, and so is China. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing you've said that's factually incorrect. To be fair, that's that's the that's the weird bit. Um, <laughs> yes, you get this video package. I quite, I found this. I didn't enjoy it. I think Tony say I enjoyed it is a bit weird, but the, the bit with Ivory talking to the cardboard cutout, I found it amusing. Yeah, but it's like, it's like you know what, China? There's nothing more I'd love to do than to. Fucking do you win at WrestleMania. Uh, so then we get Ivory versus China. Uh, China's got a firework gun. That's nothing new. No, just thought I'd put yeah. it out there. Um, obviously, Ivory's in right to censor, so she just walks down normally. Yep. 
Uh, China has a bit of a different look than she usually has. Yep. Dropped all the black leather sort of stuff. Yep. And now is in sparkly purple. Yep. Um, is that the first time she's dressed like that? Possibly. Do you think that was a creative decision to counteract the right to censor boringness? They sort of like spruced her up and made her look a bit more... Um, Possibly. What's the word I'm looking for? Colourful. Yeah, we use colourful. Yeah. wasn't the word I was going for, but... All right. Um, revealing's not the, mo- the word I'm looking for either. They made her look a bit more glammed up let's okay. say I get what you I get what you're um, saying I don't know if I I don't know if I I don't know um, yeah. uh, I, I see just, where you're coming from I just wondered whether do you think that was sort of like her going look at me and look at you <laughs> uh, obviously right I mean the fact she's all... a good fucking foot taller than Ivory fucking takes care of that one <laughs> yeah um, so yeah the match is pretty dull if I'm honest uh, it's kind of well, just a China squash match, isn't it? I'm going to say it's not really a lot happens. It's no, kind of uh, Ivory gets a, l- a couple of licks in at the start, uh, focusing on this neck injury that China's got, which is kind of the premise for the whole storyline. Yep. Um, gets a bit of offense in. You can tell from Ivory's. I, Ivory, I, can, I mean, I get why they did it, but you, Ivory's mannerisms just give this away at the start. Yeah. In like that, she's like legit. Like they've got they've gone through the whole thing where. She beat her at the Royal Rumble because mm-hmm. of the what happened. Because obviously, for those who haven't seen it, there's a thing where China's neck injury reoccurs and she collapses. Part of the story in Ivory Pinza. Um, then they do this video package where she's beating up the cardboard cutout, which is stupid as it is. Yeah. Um, it's Ivory get doing heel shit, so yeah. it's, it, it makes sense in the context of what they're wanting to do. And then she comes out and it's like she's fucking shit herself. And it's just like she's like looks legitimately stressed and was just like. And I, I, I sort of get it, but it's, it kind of like contradicts what they've been building to. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, the match doesn't go very long. She, like I said, she gets a couple of shots in. China gets hold of her and proceeds to fucking batter her. Yeah. I haven't really got much more than that, uh, other than China wins with the Gorilla Press Slam. Yep. Um, I've put three out of ten. It did its job. Um, but Ivory's actually a really good wrestler. China's actually a really good wrestler. I would rather have seen this go longer and had an actual match than some of the guff that we've had on this pay per view. I think that I think this is one seems to be a bit of an overriding thing is that you go through these time periods. I think this is one of them where you have people who are actually decent wrestlers, but they don't let them wrestle. Yeah. Um, Ivory and China would have, if they had a proper match, could have told a really good story. Um, we talked about Sable and Torre on WrestleMania 15. I think for the time, if they'd had proper wrestling training, uh, that could have been a better match than it was. I think yeah. all things considered, that wasn't that bad. It wasn't it wasn't a classic by any stretch, but it could have been better if they'd have been like proper wrestling. I mean, we don't have to talk about the one on WrestleMania sixteen; that was bullshit. But um, but it, but and we, you, you you see this over time is like these matches where it's like this they, they could be good matches, but they just don't it don't quite happen. Yeah. So next match. Is Shane versus? Oh, sorry. You get a video package of Shane versus Vince. Yeah, it's weird. The whole narrative with this this storyline is weird. Yeah. I think. Uh, it, but it just builds up to street fight Vince versus Shane. Yeah. Uh, it all starts from Shane buying WCW out from out of Vince's whatever. I yeah. Don't know. Beat him to it, so, didn't they? Yeah, he, he, undercuts him because they're having yeah. a bit of a rivalry already, weren't they? Yeah. 
Um, and it is it is just weird. Um, so the match starts, brawl type match. It's a street fight. It's going to be there's weapons. Shane jumps through an announce table again. <laughs> Still doing that years later. Um, and then what I've done is I've just put like bullet points of what happens. So Trish brings Linda out. Trish slaps Vince. Steph and Trish fight. Mick breaks it up. Steph slaps Mick. Steph runs away. Steph falls. Trish chases her. Vince calls Linda a bitch. <laughs> Vince hits Mick with a chair. Vince puts Linda in the ring. Uh, Linda is in a chair in the ring. Vince hits Shane with a trash can. Or trash cans. Linda stands up. Linda kicks Vince. We're in the nuts. <laughs> And Mick Foley beats the crap out of Vince. Shane, it's a coast to coast. Three count win. This is the first time, by the way, Shane did the coast to coast. Is it? FYI. Ah, right, okay. Historical moment. Um, I've put this tells a story. Maybe not fantastically, but it does a job. Five out of five. Very average. Um, five out of five. That's top marks. Sorry, five out of ten. Uh, very average. Uh, really, it was just it was the story more than the match that made it. It, Vince and Shane were never going to have a classic wrestling match, no. were they? Um, I don't think there's a lot, to just, lot I can sort of argue with there. I think I agree with pretty much everything you said. I think the whole narrative... I mean, we've seen Vince and Shane before. We'll see Vince and Shane probably do rival. Maybe, well, maybe not again, because I, th- I think Vince's on TV time is going to be extremely limited going yeah. forward. But we've seen it happen more than one occasion. The narrative here between Vince, the storyline of Vince wanting a divorce from Linda, getting a doped up, um, copying off with Trish Stratus on SmackDown while she's in the sedated, while Linda's in the sedated state watching. Then the whole thing, bringing her down sedated and rolling her in the ring when she's supposed to be. Yeah. It's it's just, and, and don't get me wrong, I get, I think, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily knocking him for it. It's just, it's, un, it's just, it's uncomfortable to watch, but I think it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, and it's just a bit, it's a bit okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but the, but it comes full circle. Linda wasn't doped up. She boots him in nuts, which I think was probably legitimate. Squad nuts. Yeah. Um, Shane, it's the first ever coast to coast. Um, gets a win. I don't have a real lot to say about it. It's it's it's, a, it's telling a story. It tells a story very well, but the story is bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's not a classic. Um, I, I went four, four out of ten. Um, yeah, it's just really really strange. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, next match: tables, ladders, chairs. Oh my! Uh, it's TLC two. Yep. Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys. Yep. Versus the Hardy Boys. Yep. I'm just gonna say something about this. Okay. Before Lita and Rhino and Spike all started getting involved, this was amazing. Really? Well, you didn't think it was good? I thought it was fucking boring. Did you? I thought it was just fucking. I thought like like we were from WrestleMania 16, the triangle ladder match where it's all they're trying to do. They're trying to do something different. They're trying to put themselves. This looks like they're just trying to do as many fucking spots as possible, and it just it, it didn't. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not what I enjoy. Yeah, okay. I, should, I, should, I should phrase it like that way. Um, I picks put... up. Sorry, go on. Uh, no, carry on. Picks up. Picks up not just because other people have got involved, but it gets to that point and it picks up. It starts telling a bit more of a story. Um, it starts feeling more of a unique, more of a unique 
match in itself then. And it, it gets a lot better, but there's that first five or ten minutes I just thought it was a bit... Now nah, we're into it. Mm. But it, but like I say, um, Jeff Hardy tries to kill himself, as per. Um, I mean, the, the, ste- the stepping, stepping stool ladder thing, I don't know what possessed him to try that. I mean... I think what happened was probably the best thing that could have happened. On paper, it looked like it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, the ring, with the padding on the canvas, Yeah. it was never going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could probably do it outside. Yeah. But then it wouldn't have ended where he needed to be, which was hanging off the yeah. belt um, for that spot. Yeah. Um, we get the edge spear, which mm-hmm. is, which is one of the greatest spots. I'll, I'll you know you can't deny that. It's a, it's an incredible spot, which we saw prelude to at WrestleMania sixteen, but obviously not on that scale. He spears mm-hmm. him off the ladder, but he's not hanging from the thing. Um, it's a fine match. It's very good. I still think the last one was better. Um, oh yeah, it wasn't as good as the yeah. the first one. But it's, it's it, but I think it gets a bit lost in translation. I think so, a lot of people historically and possibly because of the spots. Remember, this is a better match. And if people think this is better, that's their prerogative. There's nothing wrong with that. They are incorrect. Um, uh, but it was fine. It was it was all right. Um, I gave it I gave it seven. Um, so it was it's just the first bit. Just I remember just watching this and thinking, this is not what I enjoy. I think that was that's probably the most accurate way yeah. I can phrase it. It's not bad. It's just not for me. Fair enough. My notes are there's a lot of sheer shirts in this match. Christian's wearing one, both the Hardys are wearing one. It's just, you know, a lot of sheer shirts. Okay. Um, and then I've put, I predict this will be hard to follow. Um, not as in, like, it's going to be hard to, fo- the other people on the card are going to yeah. find it hard to follow this there's match. Like loads of shit happening. I mean, there's just loads of random shit happening. Yeah. Because it's basically six people fighting with tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then more people come into it. Yeah. Uh, so it's tornado tag rules. Everyone has a massive fight. Um, Hardy's. What the fuck is that say? <laughs> this is why you don't do your research at two in the morning, everybody. I watch this at like seven at night. I just watch it in two bits. Uh, Hardy's start uh, with Edge and Christian. Uh, then they bring the first ladder in, hit the Dudleys. Uh, double. Drop toe holds into chairs. Uh, Ed and Christian on Jeff. Uh, Bubba power slams Jeff through Edge on a table. So like power, Edge is on the table. Yep. He power slams him through that break of the table. I enjoyed that bit. Yeah. Uh, this is also a hard match to write notes for because every time I try and watch a bit, something else is happening and I have to write it down. <laughs> um, I also get hooked in and I am guilty of just watching the match without writing notes. Um, there's a sign in the crowd that says "Suck me beautiful," which is a quote from American Pie. That is correct. Um, that's a dated reference. Spike Dudley runs in. The, pro- the pay per view is like 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spike Dudley runs in, um, does a few shit. Uh, Rhino runs and clears the ring. Spears Bubba, then spears Matt through a table. Lita runs in. Uh, Lita kills Spike with a chair. Dudley's 3D Lita. This is fucking crazy. Uh, Jeff fucks up his ladder walk, uh, but ends up hanging where he needs to be for the edge spear. Um, that's an iconic clip that's still shown today. Absolutely. Uh, Matt and Bubba get pushed off of a ladder through some tables outside that were set up earlier by Rhino. Rhino helps Christian up a ladder 
they win. 7 out of 10. Yep. Then there's an access video, which looks pretty fun. Yeah, they do. One thing I did notice, the access things always do look like fun, yeah. And then we are on to possibly... I don't know if it's the worst part of the show, but it's it's weird, isn't it? It's fun, isn't it? That's the thing. It is weird, but it's fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the gimmick battle royal. I, I mean, I think in the interest of, of not wasting everyone's time here, because not a lot happens, well, I think we should talk through who's in it and who won. <laughs> That's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> so Bobby Heenan and Mean Gene come down to do commentary. I think this was great. Uh, we get Luke and Butch the Bushwhackers, Duke the Dumpster Drosy, yeah. the Iron Sheik, Earthquake, the Goon, Doink, Kamala, Repo Man, Jim Cornette, <laughs> Nikolai Volkov, Michael Hayes, yeah. One Man Gang, the Gobbledygooker, <laughs> Tugboat. Tugboat looked in better shape here than when he was actually wrestling. <laughs> Hillbilly Jim. Yeah. Brother Love. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. And that's 18 people. Yeah. I'm sure Mean Gene goes, the 18 people are in the ring, let's get this started. Yeah. And then there's that guy. Kim Chi. Kim Chi is in it as well, so that's 19. Yeah. Um, holla, 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 Teddy Long's the ref. <laughs> uh, the commentary the en- on this was fucking great. It was. Uh, the entrance is longer than the match. I've put two out of ten. This was rubbish and pointless. It was entertaining, but like... It wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Um, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was just fun, weren't it? Not even put a wounds. It was Iron Sheik, yeah. and then Sergeant Slaughter comes in and just does him in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be. I'll, I'll give it a four. It's not great, but it's. Go on, then. It's, I'll, I'll push my. It's. No, I'll I mean, push if my you, rating up. It, two's a bit harsh. I'll push it up. It's to fun, isn't it? Three it's, and a half. Nobody's put this in thinking this is going to replace Organ versus Andre as an all-time classic, have they? Well. Uh, well, you hope not, anyway, because that's weird if they have. <laughs> um, so no, it was fun. It's, it did a job, didn't it? Um, it's worth it's worth a look just for just for sheer no- nonsense at people that are in it. I mean, fucking Jim Cornette, he never even takes his tie off. Um, I'm hitting people with a tennis racket. Well, why not? It's a noise qualification match. <sighs> uh, uh, so that takes us on to the next match. It does. Video of Triple H versus The Undertaker. Yeah. American Badass Style Undertaker. Yes. Um, you see that? Goes through a few things. Um, building up to the rivalry. Yep. Quite like that they're doing the video package thing in this run of Manias. Um, I they sort of video packaging before the match. Which they didn't do in the earlier ones. Well, they don't on the first match. They very rarely do it on the opening matches. But as you go through, the they play like clips because it's like it, there's a lot of people that will watch them as like one-off things. Or you might, for example, buy it on video, um, and you obviously might. I mean, we've got the network now, so you can go back and watch stuff. But at the time, and on on, you didn't have access to all that stuff. Yeah. So like, if you want, maybe you wanted to know why this match was happening, and the and the way they presented these packages as well was really good. So I I really liked it. Um, but yeah, so this was uh, this was the first wrestling appearance for Motorhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Motorhead are gonna kick your ass. That's what they said. That's what Lemmy says. Um, bit of a different melody to the actual recorded version. Yep, it's live. It's a little bit faster. Um, this is literally the quickest. <laughs> it is faster because Lemmy can't keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally the quickest Undertaker entrance ever. Well, he's on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we're going straight into the match. Yep. Match starts quick. Uh, Undertaker jumps outside, starts fighting Triple H. Uh, then they move back into the ring. Taker runs through some of his classic moves, like the flying lariat, uh, the big boot. Uh, he goes for old school, but Hunter pulls him off the top rope. Uh, then the match turns into Hunter's favour. Uh, a series of two counts. He then ragdolls a timekeeper out of his area and grabs a sledgehammer. Uh, the ref takes it off him. Mm. He's not very happy about that, is he? No, I can imagine. Uh, Taker takes back control. Hunter goes flying over the top rope and the match turns into a brawl-style match into the crowd. They fight to the production rig area, which is just like a scaffolding type bit where they keep all the soundboards and desks and things like that. Yeah. Uh, my iPad's gone weird and I've lost where I am on my notes. That doesn't happen on WrestleMania, by the way, everybody. That's just... Uh... Uh... You see a guy in front row with his iPad, checking his iPad in there. Triple H hits the Undertaker with a chair. Taker chokeslams trips over the rail onto the floor. Uh, then he elbow drops him. Uh, Taker punches Hunter all the way back to the ring. Uh, Triple H picks up a sledgehammer. Shock. Then there's Lobo. Then there's another big boot. Ref's unconscious. He's unconscious for a while. I was going to say, this, I was thinking about this. He hasn't moved for a long time. No. Uh, that must have been quite hard to do, because if I'd have been there, I'd have just been like, looking round. It's not his WrestleMania. Also, he may be dead. No one's checked on him. I mean, that explains the lack of movement. Uh, Taker then hits a tombstone. No ref, no win. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. To be able to wake the ref up, Taker just touches him. Try that when your mate's unconscious. You know, if if anyone's unconscious, just just give him a poke. Yeah. <laughs> wake up, please. Need a three count. Um, so the wake rests up. He wasn't unconscious. He was just having a nap. Um, Taker goes for the last ride, but Hunter hits him with the sledgehammer. Uh, oh my God! Taker's busted open. Uh, Taker starts getting punched in the corner. Nope. Yeah, that is right. Take starts getting punched to the corner, and then he manages to pull a last ride off from the corner thing. Three count, take a win, seven out of ten. Yep. Um, I don't have a lot to really say that you've not already said, um, other than I enjoyed this. Um, I think, well, it's never going to be a wrestling classic. Um, it's a... Um, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, good match with two guys that are, that can brawl and do the do that sort of style. Um, as much as the ref being down for the amount of time he was down seemed a bit, you know, seemed a bit extreme. But I think the it, it served its purpose. Uh, fighting up on the scaffolds, uh, that the spot with the choke slam and then the dive off it, uh, fighting back. I thought the spot with Triple H hitting the Undertaker in the head when he's up for the power bomb was quite good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It looked really good um, as well. Yeah, really, I really enjoyed that. It was really well done. Um, uh, yeah, so this, I mean, this is the first of a trilogy of WrestleMania matches for the Undertaker and Triple H. We'll get to the others. One day, um, twenty-seven and twenty-eight. Yes. Um, but it, yeah, it was really. is uh, my favourite. Twenty-eight is probably the best one, I would say. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but this was really good, I think, for the time as well. I think uh, when because this is when the two currently active guys, whereas like when the other ones come along, Triple H is probably coming to the end of his run. The Undertaker isn't a regular appearance at all at this point. Um. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a great um, 
It's great. It's it's a great match. I really enjoyed it, and I thought the finish was really clever in, with the Undertaker pulling pulling the last ride out of nowhere. Uh, I gave it seven point five. Okay, I think it's really good, uh, and I think it's it's a uh, uh, start of an upward turn for the pay per view, which is good because the next match is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so the next match is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. Yep. Uh, again, video package. And then the match starts. Match starts really quick with Austin attacking The Rock. Uh, then he hits Luther Press. Again, I've just done bullet notes. The Lu- Louis Theroux Press. Yeah, Louis Theroux Press. Luther Press. Uh, rock with the back elbow. Attempted rock bottom. Austin fights out of it. Uh, then they go fight outside. This is a fast-paced match, which I think is a really good way to start this. Sort of counteracts the last match. Yeah, which wasn't a bad match, obviously. Um, it was just more of a slow, methodical sort of match. Yeah. Um, uh, no one really getting the upper hand at this point uh, until the Rock gets until the Rock clotheslines Austin outside. Austin then hits him with the Timekeeper's Bell. Uh, Austin's in control with lots of strikes and his brawler style, and the Rock is bleeding. A Rock. lot. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Rock takes control and grabs the same ring bell and hits Austin with it. Bit of payback. Yeah. Uh, Austin, who is now also bleeding very a lot. profusely. Yeah. <laughs> um, they fight to the outside. Both men are on the floor bleeding. Uh, I love it when they use the TV monitors to smash each other in the face. Can't do that now because it's all on iPads. I, I, one bit that I thought was really funny as well, um, I don't know if it's this point or the point where the, the announce table collapses... <laughs> when the rock's on top of it and it yeah. just falls yeah. to pieces. But he's like, they're talking about, Dale's going, I've lost my monitors. And then Eamon goes, I'm going to have to watch the Tron. The match is in front of you. Yeah. Like, he's got to look past the ring to see the fucking Tron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like. I like, didn't think about well, that. Like with the hardcore title match, when they go backstage, fair enough, you need monitors for yeah. that. It was like, look at the fucking. Yeah. It's there! <laughs> Uh, Austin flips the rock off and goes to kick the rock for the stunner. Rock counters into a sharpshooter. There's lots of blood. Um, Austin puts rock in a sharpshooter. Still lots of blood. Still lots of blood. Uh, (laughs) I think I've put this note in for myself. Um, I've put, it's late and I can't think of the name of this move. It's a sleeper hold. But what I've put it down is... The Million Dollar Dream. <laughs> That's it. That is the Million Dollar Dream. Yeah, what, I know, what, it's, a, yeah. it's like a sleeper hold, isn't it? It's, well, it's a version of the Cobra Clutch. Yeah. Um, but I, I just couldn't think. It was late last night when I was watching this. <laughs> um, Rock counters by climbing the corner and pushing his feet off to make Austin drop on his back. Yep. At this point, my internet broke. Okay. Um, so the rest of my notes are from memory, from what, watching it a couple <laughs> of years ago. Um... I mean, we went over this earlier. I think you've we pretty did. much covered it. I don't think you've... Uh, rock hits people's elbow. Stone Cold hits a rock bottom. Vince comes out at some point and interferes helping Stone Cold and not The Rock. Uh, lots of pin attempts, two counts. Uh, the Rock keeps holding on for quite a while. Loads of chair shots. Yeah. And then the title changes and Austin is the new champ. Yeah, I mean, The Rock kicks out a lot of stuff here. Uh, it takes a shot right on the head, kicks out of that, takes a stunner, kicks out of that. 
Uh, Austin absolutely well is in with the chair a lot of times, mm-hmm. and The Rock, I think his body just packs up on him. Um, yeah. Um, I went eight out of ten. I think that's fair. I, I went similar. I went eight. Um, I went the same. Um, uh, I think in terms of an actual presentation, an actual match, this is probably the best of the three these guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, for nostalgia reasons, I still prefer the WrestleMania 15 one. Um, but this is... Uh, I think I think this was built to be a bigger match, to be honest. Um, the last one was more about Austin's retribution and The Rock just happened to be the champion, uh, whereas this was about Rock and Austin. This was about the, that big main event, you know, uh, with the big moves and stuff like that. And and when it's when it's a, an event like this and a match like this, I can handle people kicking out of finishing moves. Mm-hmm. I don't what like if it was a diamond cut. I there's no need for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. One of the things that puts me off about a lot of the wrestling com- a lot of wrestling companies today, is you have people. I there's so many there's some companies where people just hit the finisher and they don't win, and it's like really annoying. Um, like five hundred false finishes and stuff like that. It's like it's just not necessary. <laughs> hit your finish and fucking win the match. Um, but no, I enjoyed this. I thought it was really I thought it was really good. Um, I think all th- all three of the matches these guys have, and we'll see the next one on WrestleMania nineteen in a few weeks when we get to that. Um, I think they're all great matches. Uh, I think this is, in terms of the, the presentation and the structure of a match, I think he's probably one of the stronger ones. Um, yeah, can't can't fault it. I think it's really really solid. Um, I I said I gave it eight out of ten. I, I agree with that. As an overall, I think the pay per view. There was nothing about it. I didn't. I thought it was bad. Yeah. Um. It was just. Apart from the last two matches, nothing really held my attention, no. if I'm being honest. And, and Benoit and Angle as well, but not as not as much as I would have liked, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Well, I've got the whole pay-per-view was just a little bit flat. Um, a lot of people say 17 is the favourite. I've heard quite a lot of people say that sort of thing. Um, other than Benoit Angle, uh, we had a match, which were perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, not like proper classics but yeah. you know they were fine matches other than that and the last two matches it wasn't that great um what brings it up is the last two matches and those two matches have been pretty good yeah i've gone for a seven for the overhaul thing i've gone six i've gone yeah. six. i just think it was my overriding feeling throughout it was with the exception of um i didn't even really feel i mean i know i gave it a good score and i stand by it but i didn't even really feel that strongly about benoit angle on this one yeah. it was good i thought they just i thought i think for the time watching it first time, I would probably thought it was really good. But then, after, having seen other matches that they've done, knowing that they can put on, step it up a gear, and just go that bit bit extra, um, it just made me think a bit. Um, it just made me think that it was a bit, um, bit not flat, but not quite as good as they're capable mm-hmm. of. Um, Undertaker and Undertaker, Triple H, and Rock Austin saved this, um, and yeah, not the worst pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely check it out if you've not seen it. Uh, which I don't think there's one that I would say avoid. Quite frankly, we've done so. I've done seventeen, and they're all worth watching for different reasons. Um, yeah, it was all right. Even, even Caesar's Palace. Overall, I didn't mind it. <laughs> Just skip the fucking Giant Gonzalez match. <laughs> right, yeah. Stop trying to fucking fire me up. That is uh, that Mania seventeen. It is. Uh, next up, we've got eighteen, obviously, because that's how numbers work. Yeah. Um, Great like we said, going from fifteen to sixteen, similar with this one, a lot happens between now and then. Right, yeah. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of new faces, a lot of new matches. Uh, we are gonna see a diamond cutter. Hey, uh, kick out. No, they fucking don't. 
Spoilers. Um, some interesting matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, some matches that we probably thought you'd never see. And some, maybe, some matches you wish you had never seen. No, I don't think there's anything that bad from from memory. I don't think there's anything that bad, but I don't recall. From yeah. me, you know, it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, we're going to be watching that and coming back to you in a couple of weeks with that, um, along with uh, updates on what we've been doing. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at grandest underscore stage. Uh, feedback is always welcome. If you've got any questions about anything you've heard, if you're new to the show and you want to uh, ask us about anything you've heard, uh, for example, we recently dug up the WrestleMania 8 conversation we had about Vince McMahon singing Shawn Michaels' theme music. Yep. We found that. We don't think it was him after looking into no, it. No, I don't deeper. think it was Vince. I'd like to think it was. And I'd like to think while he was singing it, he was doing the Shawn Michaels sexy dance. I fully believe he has done that, even if it's not recorded. It's, it's definitely happened. It's uh, definitely something that... This is just... how you dance, damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, send us voice messages on Anchor, send us tweets on Twitter. Um, we'd be more than happy to read your feedback, answer your questions if you do have any. Um, check out Chris's other podcast, Wrestling With My Mind, at Wrestle With Pod, and also on all the platforms you find us on. New episode coming very soon. Um, there's a possibility it might already be out by the time this comes out. If not, it'll be within the next couple of days. Uh, it will be a live episode that I did a couple of weeks ago with uh, UK up-and-coming wrestler, Big Guns Joe. Um, Joe is fantastic through this entire podcast. Um, he was spot on. Uh, we get questions from all of the audience. Because I thought, fuck it, let's just let everyone ask a question. Um, there's also a couple of people that interrupt the podcast. Um, and we say, fuck it, get up on stage. <laughs> uh, so there's a, there's a guest appearance yep. from uh, Ethan Allen. Yep. Who comes up just to tell a story about uh, his friend, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um Sure, it'd be great if you get a chance to catch that. Check it out. Uh, check out Chris's back catalogue as well. It's not just wrestling; it covers all kinds of entertainment, uh, a lot of musicians, comedians, stuff like that. Um, the first one is still the best one because it's the one that I'm. Oh. Um, we sat in the car and talked about Mortal Kombat for forty minutes. It was yeah. great. <laughs> I have plans for another one after the Joe one. There'll be another one coming pretty soon. Um, whether that's a music or a wrestling one, I'm not too sure. Um, it depends on time schedules of the other person. Yep. Um, after that, December, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a special. I haven't figured out what that is yet. It may involve alcohol. It may involve us. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it went, went fine last time, didn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So, let's get out of here. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh you know, keep on keep on supporting. Support local independent wrestling. Uh, support what you're into, within reason. So, you know, whether that be uh, you know video games, mu- movies, music. Uh, you know, local music, local bands, independent wrestling. Um, just get behind it because it's great stuff. Any and any scene can't be, can't grow without the support of those who support it. Yes, so, that makes sense. Doesn't make sense. Perfect sense. Fantastic. Right. We're going to go now, and we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye.